Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm talking about, yeah, I'm giving you that extra capital T at the end. Listen to me. You know your girl is visual, right? Like when I'm explaining things or when I'm educating myself on something, I am the person that I need to, I need a visual presentation of what you're trying to say. I need to be able to picture it in my mind so that I can see it. And then it just becomes clear and the clarity turns into digestion. And when I'm able to digest it, I'm able to apply it and then I'm able to be awesome. And then I'm able to share it. And then bada bing, bada boom, it is what it is. So I had one of those little, um, those little downloads from God, right? What I like to call nuggets. And if I can give you just a presentation of what that felt like, felt a little something like this. Mm, presentation from the Lord. Like that's a download. When God downloads something into my spirit, that's like the epitome of what I feel. It's like, God, did you? Oh, that's how you going to break it down to the elemental P. And I got that down low, God. Okay. Okay. So, and I just kind of like that sound. It just makes me feel excited. But, you know, like lately I've been talking to you about my feelings and my emotion in one realm or the other. If it wasn't for the place of employment, it was just like, I don't understand why people. And, you know, so I've just been in that realm for let's just say this season, I'm not even going to put a time frame on it. Cause every now and again, I'm like, it has to be that my birthday is June 28th and that, you know, astrology wise, I'm a Kissarian. And so it has to be that I'm super sensitive and like, I don't understand. And what I found out is the more that you start to learn yourself, if you are growing you have to really, really, really be careful and walk the thin line of not looking at other people like, you know what, I just don't rock because I don't understand the way that y'all think. I don't do what y'all do. I don't. And so slowly but surely, what you'll start to feel and see is that the only way to have ultimate peace will is only almost like just being isolated. And if I know nothing at all, I know that isolation is not of God. I literally, literally can... I've tried it, I've I've studied it, and that's one thing that if I was a gambling woman, I could bet the house on that isolation is not of God. It is literally the most perverted sense of being a human. Um, you cannot function accurately in isolation. Now, I know that somebody probably rolling their eyes, like, <laughs> um, speak for yourself. Like, I'm good by myself, with myself, and do all things, but you know what? It's not the best way to live a life. It's not the most beneficial. I know that sometimes it seems like that's the only route that makes sense, but it's not. So here I am having my private time with God. And I'm like, listen, I really feel like sometimes my heart is too big. Like I feel, but I feel like I feel more than the average human bear. Like I feel like... I walk through life and where everybody else, majority of people are able to shake things off. I feel like I wear it. Like I feel the vibe of people and vibes are contagious and I feel the energy and I feel, you know, my everything that is what I don't want to feel, I feel. And so it almost seems like, man, 
Do I just start staying home? Do I just start not answering my phone? Like, what is it? Because for me, energy is contagious to me. For me, I don't feel something if it means something to me. And I'm just like, eh, you know, I wear it. I don't experience it. I I literally wear it. And I wear it until I'm able to dissect it, find out why, get a game plan for the next time. And it's like, to be honest with you, that's exhausting for me. Because I don't like that portion of being big hearted. I don't like that portion of being so in tune with not only my feelings, but the feelings of other, you know, I know that it's discernment, but I feel like, listen, this gift is starting to feel like a burden for me. And if I know anything about God, I know that burdens don't come from him it literally says my yoke is light my burden is easy and I may have flipped that around but that's just how I'm going to go ahead and say it paraphrase from the bible and so when I tried to convince myself to live an isolated life God was like can I can I talk to you because God talks to me like G's up like how I speak to you is how he speaks to me but he just you know he g-checks me punches me in the chest real quick in the spiritual realm I'm like oh okay g's up i get it mm, okay yeah because g stands for gangster and god in my opinion <laughs> don't judge judgment free phone call remember okay great so he was like quick question why are you trying to live a way that i never showed you um there's nowhere where you can see isolation and successful in in the same realm like you literally will open up the bible in genesis and see that i said this is god talking to me that i said let us make man like that God hovered over the earth real quick and then looked back with his people and was like, okay, let us start creating. That you cannot produce life by yourself. That you can't even cook a meal by yourself because it took for someone else to be the farmer of that, to be the producer of that, to be the distributor of that, for you to then go to somebody's store. Like there's nothing else. Like God literally created the world that you live in and the life that you live that you can absolutely positively not do it by yourself. That Jesus coming down as the word in flesh was not able to carry out his mission by himself. The all-powerful, all-awesome, this is my son who I'm well-pleased, could not do it in an isolated way. In my opinion, if I was writing, you know, how that story would have gone or how that, that transaction would have gone with Jesus descending down, it would have been like, yo, you go down, you it's a one-man show, one-man band kind of thing. Go ahead, knock it out, come back home real quick. No, Jesus needed needed for this to go the way that God planned. He needed disciples. He needed haters. He needed Judas. He needed uh, people to be indifferent about him. He needed the word to spread. He needed, and none of that was done in an isolated matter or by himself. So when I started going through my head, I'm like, mm, yeah, but Beyonce could, you know, do the whole singing. It's like, yeah, Beyonce can carry her um, singing the vocals maybe by herself, but she needs somebody to go ahead and cut and mix the song. She needs sometimes, you know, she's dependent on the dream to go ahead and write the song. She needs other people who play instruments that she doesn't play to be able to sing over it. Otherwise, she, I don't know how far her career would have gone with just being acapella all the albums day long. She needs people to actually buy her tickets, to go to her concerts, to buy her merchandises, whatever it is, be it songs, be it clothes, whatever it is. But you cannot carry out your God-given mission on this God-given earth by yourself. 
Like when I really came to terms with that and was like, oh my gosh, no matter how much I isolate myself in the personal realm, no matter how much I try to go ahead and say, you know what, we're just going to have where you just you unplug just permanently. There's no such thing as being successful, carrying out your assignment, being a healthy individual by yourself. It just doesn't exist. So when I finally was able to say, okay, face that song, I know the lyrics now, I'm ready to face the music. He was like, and this is still my God time. He was like, what is the problem? And I just was real because the Bible says that you are free and the truth will set you free, right? So I was like, listen, I honestly feel that I feel too much, that I feel when I don't want to feel. And I feel like, I don't know how to journey this thing through life with the heart that I have, with the feelings that I have, and still feel like I have a grasp on my feelings. I'm looking up um, devotionals on emotions. I'm looking up books and stuff. And it's just like, I can look at all these different things, but I need to go back to my default manufacturer. I need to come to you and ask you, how do I journey? And then God, knowing how to father me, said, I'm going to give you this visual. And he showed me the visual of the, a white shirt. Because I always kid around and I'm like, oh, you know, I can't keep a white shirt for nothing. That was my, my running joke when I was trying to choose what puppy to get. It was like, I don't want nothing white he'll end up stained and it's like oop what where did this red come from not knowing that I got red polish or lipstick or something so I'm just like listen just keep all things pure colored away from me at this point and so God showed me a white t-shirt and I was like hmm okay God where you going with that and he was like I want you to look at it like you own a closet full of white shirts all this time, you've been trying to put carnigans over it. You've been trying to make it an undershirt. You've been trying to put scarves on it, all these different accessories. You've been trying to go out in a winter coat to cover it up, but it's the summertime. And you've tried to redress and repurpose the white shirt that I gave you. And instead of covering it up because you feel like that's the safest way to keep it clean, I'm asking you to live where you have a proactive approach as to how you live through your white shirt. So he gave me the example of being in a picnic. He's like, can you go to a picnic with a white shirt? I was like, mm, yeah, you just got to be careful. He's like, okay, so if somebody had a new puppy and the puppy was running around and, you know, was all over the place and it just not there. And he was like, oh, my goodness, your puppy is gorgeous. What breed? And you got into all your conversation, like you, how you like to get. And they picked their puppy up and it was like, here, hold her. Would you grab the puppy? And I was like, oh, mm-mm, because I have a white shirt on. Okay. So you would just simply tell the person, mm-mm, nope, can't, I'm not going to be able because cause of my shirt. Yeah. But would that stop you from interacting with the dog? I was like, oh, no. I would ask questions. and Oh, my goodness, so cute. And I would still be in the ambiance of it, but I wouldn't be able to get it that close because of my white shirt. He was like, cool, remember that. I was like. Okay. He's like, okay, so still in the same picnic, if you were to go and see somebody had a new baby and the baby now is a couple of months and you see it sitting up and that baby is cute. I'm talking about plush cheeks, arms, legs, the whole shebang. And you like this baby couldn't get no cuter. Like how it just made you want to just go over. Like, listen, I know that this is weird, but can I buy her? Because 
I mean, this baby is so chunky. I'm talking Thanksgiving. You understand? Like, you just feel like the only way for me to love this child is how my grandmother used to do me, and it's to bite the cheeks at this point. I don't know another way to love, you see. And so if you saw that same baby just finished eating, got the stickiest of hands and all the other stuff, and you were like, oh, my gosh, you bought the baby. And they took the baby out the show a little kick and was like, feel how big she is. Would you pick her up? I was like, no. He's like, why not? I said, because I have a white shirt. Oh, okay. But would that stop you from interacting with the baby? I was like, oh, no. I would, oh, my goodness, look at you. Talk to the baby while it's in whomever's arms or in the stroller, and you know what. And probably even pull up a seat and sit next to the child, but have a distance with that my white shirt wouldn't get stained. And he was like, that's exactly how I want you to live through your emotions that's exactly how I want you to maintain and navigate with your emotions you don't have to stop interacting with people you don't have to repurpose your whole everything I'm gonna just be by myself I'm gonna just what you do is you should be able to assess something the way that you did with the dog the way that you did with the baby and you should be able to say I can only get this close because if I involve myself if I engulf any closer then it's gonna leave a stain on me because as you just said to me you said that you uh you wear your emotions and that you don't just experience people so I just showed you in a whole nother realm how you can experience and not wear it I said oh my gosh and that's why you God I mean real talk I literally left the bathroom and was like white shirt (laughs) like oh my goodness and he and I was like but God like can I just p.s real quick that was dope as I don't know what because you be knowing um but why did you choose shirt he said because your feelings your soul your rationale all that is in your torso and so if I can show you how to be delicate with your torso if I can show you how to be more cognizant of what it is that you're doing and that you are making decisions that that entrap you that cage you that muffle you that shackle you instead of doing that why don't you just live and say you know what I am I understand myself enough to know that I have a white shirt. I don't know what's going to keep coming at me or how that goes. You know, I may go out one day and it's raining, but I will know how to live life with this white shirt because your torso represents your heart. Your torso represents your soul. And I was like, oh, my goodness, he be knowing. Do you see that? Yo, honestly, real talk. There's no way in all my creativity I could have came up with that by myself. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit downloads be like. It just, it, it just be like. And so I felt a little selfish. I was like, when I pick up the phone and I call, you know, the homies, I want them being like, okay, sounds good. But that doesn't really apply to me because I don't really have an issue with my feelings. I mean, I listen, <laughs> you say you you can't live by yourself, but I know how to get real close to the line and be okay. Okay. And so God was like, okay, cool. Then um, I want you to talk about different articles of clothing that represent something else on, you know, in another realm. Like you can go ahead and talk about white pants. And I was like, ooh, okay, let's go deeper. Yeah, white pants. That should be symbolic to someone who lacks sexual control. Hmm? You want to talk about it? Get closer to the phone. Okay, great. So, yeah, um, those who are not yet married, those who may be married, those who are just like, I literally said I would not pick up the phone for such and such no more. And you did not listen to the bishop that told you, never trust a big button to smile. 
that girl like you didn't listen to that you didn't listen to the fact that that's poison because no matter how much you try to walk the straight line something about how you wear your white pants you don't keep them clean you sit anywhere you 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 go you matter of fact you go anywhere because you shouldn't just be sitting anywhere. We should be at a point, especially with all that goes around in this blue and green earth, you should be at a point that you look before you sit. And so there's some people that's unable to live life with white pants. They see any and everything, or they see something that they're attracted to. Or it's just like, listen, I can't, I can't help it. Like, I just, God made some fine pieces of clay, bruh. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, if you didn't want me to be attracted, then why you make it, sir? And what I feel like we all need to get to a place for the people who have an issue with the white pants. You just need to start making better decisions that keep your pants clean. Hmm. White pants. You see what I'm saying with that? Then the other thing is white glasses. Let's go ahead and start putting on some accessories real quick. These are the people who are extremely judgmental. No matter how you look at a thing, you, you just look at it super negatively. You never see the silver lining. You don't see the silver lining in nothing. Like, really, you're going to just, mm, but why you do that? And she dumb for doing such and such. You know what? He's stupid because if I was blah, blah, blah. And it's like the lens that you see life through is like, oh, my goodness. And it may come from childhood. It may come from a couple of different things. But, like, won't you live a life that it starts forcing you to see things through white glasses? Why don't you start looking? I don't know what you're looking at or what you're tuned into, but I would no longer pay for that view. I would really suggest that if that is something that you struggle with, not living life through white glasses, that you start forcing yourself to see the other side of life. You know, people actually happy in a relationship. You know, people actually having a functional family instead of dysfunctional. People actually setting a goal, getting the goal, aspiring. People actually not hating on someone. Because the glasses that you wear, they're speckled. And I just really want to challenge that. Maybe, you know, you probably want to go ahead and just pick up a pair of white glasses, shall we? Then white hats. Those are the people that no matter what, it's like you got stinking thinking, bruh. Do you really feel like out of all the possibilities in the world, you always will get the short end of the stick? That you interviewed, but you're not going to get it. And that, you know, you tried to save, but every time you look around, there's a different bill. That you tried to be nice to people, but no matter how nice you are, people always do you dirty. Like, oh my God, like, I'm sorry. Can we start living with a white hat? The hat that makes you feel like, you know what? Out of all the people in the world, why not me? Instead of why me, why not me? And that you start really start thinking positively so that you can start experiencing some of the things that's in your thought process. And that you start chopping down the tree of whatever narrative you painted years ago or that someone came into your garden of life and they painted it. That you can start chopping that down with, you know what, if nothing changes, my thinking process will. I'm going to start engulfing myself and forcing myself to be like, you know what, I, I don't like that song. I don't like those those lyrics in my head. I don't like the woe is me kind of attitude. I don't want to be that. And so maybe you need to start looking up people's stories and how, you know, overcomers and the underdog. And maybe you need to start really, really digesting more of that so you can start saying, if God did it for them, then why not me? 
Listen, if he did it for one, he's going to do it for someone else, right? God, the Bible says he's not a favor of man. So why don't we just go ahead and start living with a white hat? White shoes. You ever meet somebody that you like? How is it that you always find some trouble to get into? The cops always bothering me. I don't know. Do, do push me. I don't know. And it's like, bro, where do you go that you actually follow the yellow brick road to trouble at all times? Like the Hansel and Gretel story is the breadcrumbs. Um, is somebody leading you with breadcrumbs, but at the end of that trail is actually a trouble at all times. Like literally you feel like you can't go out without getting in some kind of trouble. You bring the bar fight to wherever you go. Like how did you bar fight in the grocery store? That doesn't mean, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. But maybe if you started wearing white shoes, shoes that you know, you started to know yourself enough to say, you know what, probably not going to be able to go to that club tonight. You know what, probably not going to be able to be around you and such and such because such and such irritates me. I'm probably not going to be able to go out every time after it gets dark. Maybe we need to do some day uh, kind of brunches or outings or whatever it is. Like know yourself enough to know I'm going to have to start living life with white shoes. Where I'm from in New York, white Nikes, the uptowns, oh, it's a big deal, okay? It's right there next to the Wheat Timberlands. You're going to have, and what I can say about us, sir, ma'am, is that we keep them things super crisp. Like, people have lost some of their, um, their, their teeth, some of their pride, maybe even some of their lives for stepping on somebody's Air Force Ones. Like, it's real talk. So it is possible to walk through life and have, you know, keep your, your shoes clean. Keep them crisp. But it, but in this example, it's going to have to be from your decision making. Wearing white chapstick, we're going to just go ahead and keep throwing the white in there. Those are the people who you just speak so negatively. You ever had that person that you call and you like, bro, I just, every time I hang up the phone from her, every time I stop talking to him, I just feel like somebody just backed a dump truck into my life. And it's like, I feel so heavy after talking to you. Everything is, well, you know, they said they're going to cut off such and such bill and I only have such and such left in the account. Well, you know, the job said, and you know, I'm, you always seem to find a predicament to be in. And it's like, dang, how come every time I speak to you, it's, it feels like it's a life and death situation at all times. Like you got to choose between feeding your kids and going to work or staying home and being in the dark with your kids, not being able to feed them. Like there's never no light at the end of the tunnel, but you just keep speaking. It, you know, speaking the word that we don't speak, rebuking the name of Jesus in advance, but speaking the word broke, or you know, the doctor said, but you know, I'm just so sick, and it's like, ooh, wee. I'm talking about your the way that you talk, ma'am. The way that you talk, sir, please don't want this white chapstick because you need to start living life in a way that sounds a lot like you know what. I may not be able to see all the ins and outs of this, but this is going to work out. And, you know, I'm not calling nobody else to just speak the woe is me. I'm calling to stir up my hope and my encouragement. And I'm just, I'm going to start listening to an encouraging uh, sermons and YouTube. And I'm going to just do all kinds of things that just start stuffing myself with positivity so that it oozes out of my words. Like really just throw on the white chapstick real quick. You understand what I'm saying? 
then the people would we just need to go ahead and do white gloves why is it that you always find yourself just negatively using your talents in a perverted way one of the things that I always wasn't I admired when I was in New York was and this may be a little bit too hood for most but flow with me was the drug dealers and I may or may not have family members who have enjoyed you know indulged in a pharmaceutical part of life but just flow with me how is someone able to have such great customer service that they are able to sell or and or partake in something that is probably nine times out of ten illegal and have reoccurring customers that you selling something to someone that may make them feel good but it's terrible for them that you are able to dissect in your head how much you had to cook up how much that will go ahead and break down in product how much you you can make from that like your mathematical skills sir and ma'am oh my gosh the fact that whatever ranking that you were in you were able to go ahead and just you know work your way up the pharmaceutical career ladder street pharmaceutical if you will but if you really were to look at that it's like if you were to take those talents and just lean that particular street ladder in another direction entrepreneurship or corporate choose your building but if you were to lean that ladder on a different building you would be so different you ever seen someone that you were like bruh if you just took that master manipulator the fact that you got the gift of gab and you able just to rub your hands together and be like you can sell water to a whale kind of thing like you know you can the things that you can do that most people can't do that that is actually a perverted power because just think with me real quick when jesus went into the wilderness right and he had to be tormented 40 days and 40 nights he literally had the power of all the kingdoms all the everything and it was just a matter of let me go get tested before um, in this wilderness before I start my ministry. The fact that Satan was able to say, if you worship me, I'll give you all these kingdoms means that you can have greatness and it just be perverted and it's used for negativity. That should mean something to you. If, it, if that applies to you, I need that to mean something to you. You do not have to live a life that looks a lot like you rub your hands together for greed. Live life through white gloves. And so the whole purpose of this entire conversation is that in my quiet time, God showed me this visual effect of a white shirt. And I benefited from that so much that I was like, oh my gosh, but I am not naive enough to think that everyone struggles in their emotions and how they feel. And, you know, usually 10 times out of 10, the big hearted people that I meet on this green and blue earth have said at one point or another, I hate the fact that I'm so big hearted. And I don't feel like being big hearted should be an earth sentence. I feel like it's the most beautiful thing ever. Like you got, you were born with a golden gem. Life made you feel like 
you know, you should be jaded or you should, you know, make make that smaller or that it should be chipped down to, you know, just a little bit less. Why do you feel so much? How come you care so much? And you know what? At some point, we need to go ahead and just accept the fact that that's how you are. Stop fighting yourself and take on the analogy and the beautiful life lesson that God gave me of how to live life through a white shirt. Live life through Whatever it is that's your article of clothing, whether it's your white pants, it's your white glasses, it's your white hat, it's your white shoes, it's your white chapstick, gloves, whatever it is, whatever applied to you, I pray through the Holy Spirit right now in this instance that is stuck with you. And that you no longer feel like you have to be trapped in living a life that you know what, why even try? It gets dirty anyway. No, you can have the peace of knowing I can make better decisions to keep the purest part of me pure. You see what I'm saying? Like you don't have to feel it like it's an earth sentence because you, uh, you know, the thing with white pants. Oh, I just feel, you were supposed to have that sexual appetite, but you were supposed to have it in a realm and in a um, I don't want to just go ahead and force you to be married, but the Bible did say that uh, it's better to marry than to burn, but don't get married for the wrong reason. You see what I'm saying? But you were meant to have that sexual appetite, but in the covenant that you were meant to have it with. Like, it's not an earth sentence that your libido is high. And don't let nobody make you feel that way. But you may or may not have fed a part of yourself that it's like, okay, you you activated the button. Okay, let's keep driving. Like, why are you stopping now? You just got to make better decisions until you get to a place that you marry for the right reason and that you can have that sexual appetite with the right person in the right vicinity. You see what I'm saying? So you know what these conversations are. They are life-provoking conversations, conversations that when you get off this phone, I pray that it continues to echo in your soul so that you're like, you know what? <laughs> I tell you what. I don't, I don't get a lot of what she says sometimes, you know, she be making my way downtown and bursting out in songs and stuff. But I have to say, when I leave and I hang up this phone, I do feel like she added to me. And that's the whole purpose of us having these conversations. Because listen, just truth be told, we too old slash wise just to be just to talk to be talking. I'm not doing that. You gonna waste your mobile to mobile just to be holding on to a phone, listening to somebody talk if it doesn't, you know, just benefit you in any way. I said, no, ma'am, no, sir, for me. Hmm? So I feel like you got what you needed. And um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and ended here because I have to go back to the stove and do what needs to be done but I'm glad that you picked up this phone for me and I'm glad that um God gave me a nugget that he gave me fruit that I can feed other people with I can't tell you how much that warms my heart and it's actually awesome but I'm gonna go ahead and let you go we're gonna hang up here now you hear okay later <laughs>